lizards. Two wizards. But one thing that I've kind of gotten more into recently is uh, uh, people who play these randomizers. You kind of know what that, like what that thing is? Like the Pokemon randomizers? Yeah, well, and, and even, and this is what also kind of blows my mind is like, um, there's even, uh, yeah, like people who like go in and like mess with the code and all that clearly just to like change up when items spawn and all this other stuff. Um, but even like, but, but even like Ocarina of Time has some. Oh shit. And it's, and it's crazy cool. Cause like, I, cause I, I love Zelda. I love the Zelda games, play them all the time. But even there's a point where I'm like, okay, it's, you know, it's like the forest temple and you get out and it's death mountain and it's Lord Jab Jabba's belt. But like, yeah, like seeing these randomizers where you truly don't, you truly don't know. You're going to open a chest and like maybe you get some bomb chews or something. And it just, be, um, that's cool. yeah, and, and it is, it's really cool. So I've, I've been kind of digging some of those. Nice. Um, and yeah, it's just a nice little, nice little change of pace, which that also kind of seems, I think that's also kind of like, uh, yeah, I guess sort of putting on my future historian hat, like in the, in the 2020 era, like late, like, yeah, between like 2015, 2020, like this whole idea of like, let's find all these old games these like 15 year old games 20 year old games um and instead of like necessarily instead of necessarily playing all the new stuff coming out let's just like fuck around with those and like either do speed running or randomizers or oh hell yeah like and it, and even awesome. i've been playing a uh, night silver public on my xbox yeah i'm, yeah. I'm doing an evil run it's it's a mm-hmm. lot of fun yeah and it is you just you just go back to well, and, and that's even also that's also kind of another indirect thing. Like I'm going to be super interested because um, you know there's like music history and art history, and now there's like there's like cinema or like film history, theater history. Of course, I'm going to be super stoked when video game history becomes like a true discipline in the uh, academy. Yeah, and like and, and 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 like and like the students' homework will be to you know, go play Sonic the Hedgehog one on an emulator or something, or like the really top tier schools will still have a Sega Genesis. <laughs> and they're oh, like three. Oh, Mr. Th- I can't get through the water temple. What am I supposed to do? And it's like, um, it's like, and don't you go on to game FAQs? Cause that's cheating. I'll know. That's, I'll know if that is gate. That is game plagiarism. It is. Yep. Ro- you are robbing yourself of the experience. You, Damn. you need to learn this for the first time. Right. Well, and uh, and all of the like grade school arguments over lunchtime about like uh, Donkey Kong's better. No, Mortal Kombat's better. That'll actually be like academic conferences and like all these heated <laughs> academic like journal articles and conferences where people are like s- like slamming their fist on the table and like clearly Crash Bandicoot was the was was, was like the premier. Um, two and a half D platformer. <laughs> and then people are like splashing water on each other. And <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I don't care what you're saying. Liu Kang's four-button bicycle kick is much less effective than Raiden's three-button lightning attack. <sighs> yeah. And, the, and yeah. then someone just stands and like, and like tips a table over and says like, that's bullshit. You're bullshit. You're clearly cheating. <laughs> Insert Liu Kang sound. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. There's, there are a few things that I enjoy more than playing video games and talking about video games. Mm-hmm. But one of those things that I enjoy more is being a wizard. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. It's it, just... Yeah. Just the 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 possibilities are the nearly possibilities. endless. They are. <laughs> so yeah, I'm Josh, and I'm a wizard. Yeah, and I'm Mark, and I am also a wizard. And here we are in the latest installment of the Two Wizards podcast. And uh, Two Wizards podcast. And and yeah, I've been I've been having a ton of fun. Yeah, you know I have too. It's mm-hmm. this is good, and I I might be off my count right now. I think, but if I'm not, I think this is our eighth episode. Okay, yeah. I, I, I know we don't necessarily... Yeah, that, that's not something where we also lead in with like, oh, and here's the seventh installment of Two Wizards. Yeah, well, but, y- yeah, yeah. But um, what I was going to say was I heard Once Upon a Time, and I don't remember where I heard it, mm-hmm. but I heard that podcasts don't typically make it to eight episodes. No way, really? So, yeah, so we made it. Like, Holy cow. We're yeah, in the hey, like... Yeah, we're in the, I, I mean, I guess at least like 50th percentile. If you're saying that most don't, then yeah, then we're clearly in like the top top half. Yeah. I, yeah, maybe maybe a little different now in the time of COVID, but like, whatever. Mm, we a, still hit, we still hit eight, I think maybe better. Like that's. Yeah, well, and, and going strong. Like it's not like, you know, like crawling on our hands and knees over broken glass to get to like, okay, God, here's episode number eight. Or who knows? Maybe this is even nine or something. Who knows? Uh, I, yeah, I'm not sure on the count. I think our Hall- I think our Halloween one screwed me up, but okay. it doesn't yeah. matter. Like it's, it, it doesn't matter. It's just, yeah. we're, we're doing it, you know, that's doing it. That's, we're loving it. Matters. We're here. We're wizards. And we also often have new and exciting things in our wizards goblets in our chalices. Oh, yeah, so, so yeah, Mark, why don't you tell us what you got with you uh, this time around? Um, so right now I am at the tail end of, I guess it's a Moscow Mule. Mm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I um, I found a, a bottle of Japanese whiskey for super cheap today. <gasps> oh, we were out and about. Nice. Yeah, and I got horned up for that mayhem because at mm. one liquor store it's like $90, and here it was like 41 so I scooped that bad, Larry, up. Let me oh, tell man. You, buddy. Yeah, you yeah. gotta like, like carry that out by like the armful, you know. Yeah, you right. Do a couple. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, but it's um, I don't know. I made it with Fever Tree Ginger Beer, and that is uh, it's it's rough. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Like you can taste the you can taste the Japanese whiskey, and it's solid. Mm-hmm. But the that ginger beer is rough. And then on deck, I also might have gotten overzealous again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know I did. I get really, you got to understand, Josh. I mean, you mm-hmm. already know, you've known me for years, but yeah. I get really, I get something in my head and I get horned up for it and there's kind of no turning me off of it. <laughs> and right now I'm horned up for pumpkin. So I see the word pumpkin and I just <gasps> grab it. I don't care what it mm-hmm. is. Yep. Yep. So I got a Voodoo Ranger Atomic Pumpkin, which sounds great to me until I oh. read that it's made with habanero peppers. So Oh, oh buddy. I oh, might man. be casting some fireball magic tonight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that could be um, 
that could be that could be a bit of an adventure for you there. Yeah. Well, well, I, we'll, we'll see what happens. How about you, buddy? What's in your what's in your well, wizard's goblet? Well, well, before I divulge that, I I actually want to cycle back to to the um, uh, ginger beer problems mm. you were having because like um so so is it is it like is it too sweet is it too sharp like what 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 is it it's that's too, not it's too ginger like okay that is one of the things that like the yeah things like ginger My... ale and ginger beer like there there is like a balance that and, and yeah they either end up too sweet or too much ginger or not enough or they're really flat so yeah like that's a hard thing to like the, the, i don't know if this makes sense but my first thought on tasting it was huh thai food <laughs> no that makes that makes absolute sense like yeah it's yeah. it's mm-hmm. really almost overpowering like shame on you yeah. guys all yeah. that YouTube ad space you bought and made me watch. <laughs> Assholes. Bunch of jerks. Actually, who knows? You've made maybe a powerful they have like... enemy into wizards. I cast <laughs> curses at you from my high tower. <laughs> or who knows? Maybe they'll have like a not completely satisfied with our product. Let us know, and then we'll 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 make it up to yours. I don't know. Maybe not. They're gonna play this at a meeting. Be like. Damn it, we're not reaching the 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 podcasters and the YouTubers. Yeah. They're, we are they don't like it. We are losing our coveted position in the wizard market. <laughs> we're not trending well with white wizards age eighteen <laughs> to forty. One out of two wizards does not recommend. <laughs> and and I'll just just my my loyalty to you surpasses to any other brand so yeah two out of two wizards do not here here not, sir here here yeah, exactly exactly well and, and then i guess to, to sort of uh return the favor um yeah in my in my chalice uh st- still staying with the with the sam adams got a little sam adams variety pack um okay. and i know this is already even a little out of season but i am drinking uh their take on the Oktoberfest, and um and, and yeah like it's a solid it's a solid Mertzen. Oktoberfest beer uh, and then on deck because I'm already a decent way into this uh, on deck I have a Angry Orchard unfiltered hard cider uh, hard cider okay and apparently it's less less sweet which yeah like sometimes Angry Orchard can be a little a little cloying um, yes. but yeah we'll see we'll, we'll see how that goes we'll see how that goes yeah. here, here in a minute all right yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. So goblets down. Um, mm-hmm. I want to cycle back to what we were talking about a, a little bit ago with the video games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we're talking about like the schoolyard arguments. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you heard of them, but like, did you ever hear the one about catching Mew? Oh yeah, where it's like you have to have a Pokemon with Surf, mm-hmm. and then you like. You like go over to um, this. There were this. Oh, the Vermilion City. Vermilion City, but then wasn't it also about like the Cinnabar Islands? Wasn't something with that too? I don't think so. Okay, maybe I'm. Maybe I'm. But but yeah. So like you like do a couple things, and you have to have one with surf, and then you go up and down, and then you like look under a truck or something, and it's yeah. And you it's use supposedly on the truck, and yeah. Right. Yeah, and, th- and that that's supposedly how the. How the legend goes that you would get uh, Mew, yeah, right, yeah, and then like, and then the story goes. But then, have you heard like, so if you bought, oh no, so I know what you're thinking of with Cinnabar, 
It's um the missing no is down there. Oh, that's okay. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, of. That's, that's what, what you're okay. thinking of. That's not right. Yeah, but then have you like seen if you can catch both of them? Like, it glitches your game out, and then you gotta fight Professor Oak. And oh then, like, yeah. I've always heard this because I have a cousin whose dad worked at Nintendo, and <laughs> he was telling me you have to fight Professor Oak, and then if you beat him, you get Peekaboo. But if you lose, he takes your soul, and then blood comes out of his eyes. Oh. Ah! And no, yeah, ah! and then your Game Boy Color is cursed, and uh, and it'll yeah like bleed every time that you restart a Pokemon game. Uh, when Clefairy and Gengar are fighting, they just bleed. They just bleed. Ah. <laughs> Why? Did, what happened to you, Pikachu? Oh no! Oh no! Pikachu he goes Pika Pika. Oh, those were always so hilarious. Yeah, like like the little kids. Yeah, like like the little kids. Like, oh well, no, I cause cause I have it. I just don't have my Game Boy because we're at school. But once, but you can come over to my house and I'll show you. And then you go over to his house and like it just smells weird. And his mom made some like weird cookies. And you just like sit on his bed. Yeah, yeah, and, and and then you just end up like sitting on his on his bed for like for like half an hour, and he's just like showing you his toys, but you don't actually play with them. He's just kind of like showing you like, yeah, this is my transformer. <laughs> and then like by that time, you're just like, look, get me the hell out of here. I I I don't even care if you actually have a Mew or whatever. This your house sucks. <laughs> it always smelled Ooh. like pasta too. Yeah, yeah, like a pasta weird pasta and milk. Pasta and milk and like like weird dust. Um, Weird dust, and then sometimes like Jasmine, because sometimes the mom might have been an Earth child, and it's just mm-hmm. a little weird. That house is a little groovy, and you weren't ready for yeah. it because you were seven. <laughs> yeah, weren't entirely sure what you're walking into, right? <laughs> oh man! But then I heard this other story about mm-hmm. this time I went into a house, and the call was ringing on the phone, and the killer was in the house, and the call was inside the house. Call was inside uh, the house. That was bad, Josh. We're doing Urban Legends. They're scary. Oh, urban Legends. Scary, urban scary legends. stuff. I'm starting I with Gaming it. Urban Legends because they're the funnest. Yeah. They're the most recent for you and I. Like, yeah. Yeah. But no, as you might have heard on the uh, in on the schoolyard in the day, like, yeah, there was always some kid whose uncle worked for Nintendo. Right. Yeah. Or my dad worked at Nintendo and he got me Pokemon Black and you have to... Tell, you have to marry Mewtwo and raise a family with it, and it's 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 weird. I I don't know. You have to it's carve weird. out. You have to carve out a life together and still maintain your levels of intimacy amid the soul crushing day to day work grind. And the more you feel like you're growing distant, the more you feel like you can't ever truly leave because of your kids. It's like, whoa, wait a sec, like. This is like a surprisingly mature like midlife crisis that's in this Pokemon game. <laughs> and all the video game legends about um yeah like well and especially with um uh like like some of the like first really gory games like Mortal Kombat and all oh, that yeah. would be like no if you do this fatality um uh, Sonya Blade will show you her boobs, and it's like, no, get out of it. No, get no, they won't do that. But then, like, you'd like be mashing frantically and like trying every combo. But wasn't there one that that was a fatality? 
That was in. I feel um, like somebody flashes somebody and someone explodes. Like, oh no, that was uh, Killer Instinct, and that was okay. Jade. Okay. And, and so, oh, so yeah, okay. yeah, like her like finisher or fatality or whatever they called it. Yeah, she would she she would she would flash the other character, but she would turn her back to you, the player. Right, because it's a because it's a because it's a game. yeah because like, it's yeah because it's a. It's a, I want to see the weird triangle boobies. Yeah, <laughs> give me that sweet, um, yeah, like ten ten bit resolution. <laughs> wow, they're so square. <laughs> Those pixels are so hot. Oh my god! <laughs> Those like Larry four Kraft. pixels. Oh. <laughs> oh man, that's too <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh man urban legends let's talk about them josh what do you yeah. okay so give me your give me your definition what is what does urban legend ring with to you <clears throat> so yeah i think um well i almost want to say that like the urban part is a bit misleading because like because okay. there are like a number of urban legends that do um yeah like feature a city or like yeah like a like an a like an abandoned or like the bad part of town or or this creepy old building, um, mm-hmm. but then again, like I've also I also know a lot of urban legends that are like yeah, kind of out in the sticks more more or less. Which mm-hmm. I which I also know that kind of gets into like cryptid territory and like and like other kind of things. But yeah, so like urban legends, I think they are like like a like it's something about like a like a like a building is haunted or there's this thing that. Uh, you know, like somebody died or somebody was killed and it kind of gets passed around word of mouth. Like it's not like there's a definitive written um, account of it or or, or like, oh, oh, no, like this is like the the real story. Um, and, and yeah, and there's all these like kind of little variations on it where like somebody will 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 give their their take on it. And then a different person was like, no, that's not right, because this happened. And then they change. And then a couple of details are different. And so, yeah, I think that's kind of my sort of talking around what what I think of, of an urban legend. OK, OK, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I would just add to that maybe like. It's it's our new folklore. Yes. Right, well, oh, oh, actually, yeah, that that was the other thing I was going to say. It's like maybe not urban insofar as like. Like city or country, but definitely like, like middle of the city, urban, but just like yeah, well, well, yeah, and and much more recently, like it's something right. that's happened within the last yeah, I, I'd say at the most like hundred fifty years. Um, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but it but it's definitely much like closer to us time wise than something that happened in yeah, like the like colonial era or or something like that. Yeah, right. Like yeah, it's closer to now than to then kind of thing. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, actually, sorry, I had this pulled up. Oh. So it was first you the 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 term urban legend first appeared in print by uh, 1968 was the first time by oh, okay. a guy named Richard Dorson. Yeah. Mm, okay. Okay. And, and then uh, so yeah, that was like yeah. a little more than 50 years ago. Okay. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. 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 And then um, it showed up again in a uh, book called The Vanishing Hitchhiker: Americans Urban or American urban legends and their meanings Mm. so it's just yeah like and the way that that book posits it is it's like our modern day folklore but then Mm -hmm. one thing i kept hearing or seeing like as i was looking into this is like it's a friend of a friend i heard a thing from this other yeah 
Yeah, it's that's... always a it's always a second or third hand source. Yeah, never. Well, I was here and I watched. I saw Walt Disney's Frozen Head. It's no, no, no. My <laughs> my brother's got a roommate who worked at Disney World, and he had to mm-hmm. feed it on every other Thursday. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I I think that's also true too. There's like two or three like levels of transmission before it gets to the person actually telling the story. Yeah. 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 yeah like 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 modern, in the sense of like. You know, people like it's about like someone driving a car or like working at a like a like a building or or, or not, not a building, not working at a building. Like I work at a building. The year is nineteen fifty. Here in the future, we have these things with four walls and a roof. It's called yeah. a building. <laughs> yeah. Right. I so, sometimes um, go there and do work. I don't know what I do, but I work in that building. In that building, yeah. Um, but That's yeah, right. but like some sort of like some sort of yeah, like mid twentieth century like technological yeah. or like commercial kind of thing yeah, yeah well yeah. it's that weird turn like mm-hmm. yep it's when you start getting like roads and highways and like right a lot of the stuff that i found takes place on roads like mm-hmm. you hear about like ghost hitchhikers or like you know the i picked up the hitchhiker and then as i was driving by i saw the sign that said uh a insane asylum nearby uh, right. hitchhikers might be escaped inmates stuff like that mm-hmm. yeah. or the guy yeah, was yeah. in the car behind you with the hook for the hand on the door like it's, yeah all that good stuff so yeah like I, it, it well, is sort I of remember, like, like being terrified of the idea that somebody might be in the back seat of my car i know that's was yeah. that was that a thing for you like yeah no yeah it, it was it, well and especially when probably around this time of year like i would i would read some spooky stories like maybe build up enough courage to actually watch a scary movie or a slasher movie or something like that. And yeah, I'd be like any time like walking to my car or like just getting in and like buckling up or just leaving my car. Yeah. Like I would totally be on point, which I, I think you're absolutely right. Like the, that, um, that driving in the car and like a highway feature in so many of these. Yeah. I think that's also kind of points to, yeah, that, that's sort of like, it's a, it's a, it's a more modern, it's something that could still happen today because that's the other thing too, right? Like, it, like I think a lot of these too are like, and and you can still see their ghost or you can still see the bloody handprint. Like you can still, you could still go look for whatever bit of evidence for this. It, yeah, there's still enough of a like fringe of a notion that maybe you can, mm-hmm. yeah. Absolutely, go check it out yourself. Like, yeah. You, you can't disprove it. You'll it'll never be proven, but you can never disprove it either. So right, just better, yeah. just better take me at the word and mm-hmm. don't don't go up the four hundred five at ten p.m. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. So uh, it sounds like maybe you you had a couple that you wanted to maybe talk through, share a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got okay, a couple. cool. Um, because because I I have some as well, and so I'll be interested to yeah, like sort of trade trade them back and forth and see what see what sort of new new stories we can we can uh, discover yeah cool so the first one i want to get into really it, it, it really hit me hard when i found out about it and i think mostly because it's kind of coming on the heels of our yokai episode oh okay but it's called the charred man of ojai california Ooh, that already sounds super rough <laughs> yeah okay which also like it's funny to me that california has an urban legend about a forest fire and that urban legend started back in 1948, so Jesus yeah. Christ. 
Oh, and I'm not man. making a joke. I, my heart goes right. out to those people. Holy well, shit. But, but it also it, is it, kind it, of God that damn it, thing. the state's been on fire for, what, 80 years now? Like, right. Well, and, 60? And, and I've heard similar things about, like, people in Tornado Alley. And so, or yes. or in like uh, or like the Gulf Coast states and hurricanes and stuff where it is like it's like of course you feel bad and like you wouldn't wish that on anybody but then you also kind of say like okay but you also yeah you should kind of anticipate that oh no this natural disaster that's been happening that's been happening for hundreds of years it happened again it's like yeah that that kind of sucks that, that fool really me once shame on you <laughs> Burned down my house for the fourth time. Maybe it's my fault. <laughs> but anyway, the the charred man of yeah, uh, uh, Ojai, California. Ojai, so, California. Okay. All right. So this uh, legend starts back in uh, 1948, mm-hmm. and it takes place in the Ojai Valley, which I guess is a remote valley at the southern end of California. Mm-hmm. Or it was remote in 1948. I don't know about now. It doesn't sound like it. Yeah. But um. Yeah. So, we, as we were just crassly joking about, uh, California is prone to forest fires. And uh, one day in 1948, such a fire broke out and uh, trapped a man in his cabin with his son. He lived at the south end of the valley, and there was no way out, and the fire was coming to him. And the fire took the cabin, mm. and it killed the daddy. Yeah, yeah. But the son lived, Josh. The <gasps> son oh, no. lived somehow. Mm-hmm. So three days after the fire, or three days after the fire had kind of, you know, run its course through the, through the valley, uh, officials went back to check it out. And what did they find? They found the cabin, Josh. And oh my God, what Uh-oh. scene did they find? They, they Cabins found burnt the to a crisp and uh-huh. hanging from a tree was the body of the father. He had been flayed. Whoa. Okay. Right. Yeah. Kind of, kind of weird. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so immediately these officials set into searching who could have done this dastardly deed, they think to themselves, as they strike out and close in the bushes. Somehow there were bushes after a forest fire. Don't ask me how. <laughs> All right, sure. <laughs> it's, let's, spoilers, maybe I don't believe in this one so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, a little more skeptical of this one, but that's fine. That's fine. It's fine. I look, <laughs> a critical lens. A critical lens. I. Yeah, yep. <laughs> So from the bushes, they heard this wheezing and a choking and a coughing, and they kind of go to investigate it, and it's then their nostrils are assailed by a horrible smell of burnt and charred flesh, and somehow streaking past them is the sun, and he bolts by, never mind how, mm-hmm, sure, right. and he sprints up and over the mountain, and thus the the charred man of the Ojai, California Valley, ah, there he goes, sprinting up the hill. He's born, Josh. Ah! Oh, Lord, he coming. Oh, Lord, here he come. (laughs) And apparently it's this weird... And now the boy has since grown to a human since Mm -hmm. 1948. He's probably dead now, I'd have to imagine. Right. And he has um, superhuman speed and stamina, and he's just running through the the forest. Well, that's kind of what it seems like. Mm-hmm. And it's, okay, it's a funny story, right? Oh, no, yeah. it, uh, the son's, the, 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 the kid went crazy from his burns and flayed his father's corpse and hung it from a tree for some reason. Mm. Okay, right, cool, yeah. whatever. It's, it's weird, but so since 1948, there are at least 60 sightings of this thing a year. Oh, okay. Like, consistently. 
Yeah, that's a that's a pretty decent. I mean, that's um, that's more than once a week, right? Because yeah, fifty two like, yeah, weeks yeah, in yeah. a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang. Like he gets real busy like Easter Sunday. <laughs> yeah. When it's when it's charred man running through the forest season, you know, right, <laughs> yeah, right like, to start there, like you do. Um, <laughs> but so um, today you can find him around Creek Road and uh, Camp Cup and the, pff, let me try that again. Camp Comfort Campsite. I guess this is kind of like a isolated region of the park. Mm. And he won't go after you. He won't go into tents. He doesn't mess with, like, groups of people. Mm-hmm. But if you decide to go hiking by yourself, you got to watch out, right? Yeah, that's just that's just asking for it, really. Yeah. yeah. And then also, he his favorite thing to do is chase cars. <laughs> so he's also, Which, like... Part dog. That sounds that sounds awful. Like that fucking sounds awful to me. Like, right? I think this this made me think of like a straight up American yokai attack. Like, well, right? Yeah, with like some of those like flaming entities that we were talking about, like 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 the flaming yeah. wheel or something. No, but no, I I agree with you. Like, there is something more unsettling about like a dude like trying to chase down a car versus like okay sure like if you're hiking alone in the forest like yeah like I'm, like I'm not trying to victim blame here but you're you're kind of asking for weird stuff to happen which is which is like the case with the Bauman story too right all, yeah. all the way back there but yeah like if you're in your car not even like trying to like mess with this dude you're just you're just going along whatever uh road there and then yeah suddenly like out of the brush comes this charred charred guy like chasing you down that'd be, that'd be and i guess freaky. i gotta assume yeah he's like pitch black because he's you know charcoal by now yeah yeah yeah. And he just comes running out and then like some of the accounts that i saw said like he'll jump on your car he can catch mm. cars somehow right. apparently right. and if he gets you then he'll pull you out and he'll skin you too which okay doesn't make mm. sense to me yeah well, yeah, yeah it's, like it's gross, that's but which like i was I was waiting for the part in the story when, when you were talking about the dad um, um, hanging up there and being flayed. I was I was waiting for the part in the story where it's like the son had like the strips of flesh on his body to like try and do like a like makeshift skin graft or something. But no, I guess it just oh that's awful. Shame well, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But, I, uh... I didn't see anything about that. But okay, yeah. Okay. So and, and and apparently there is like this weird way you can if you felt so inclined. Uh, you can lure tar, uh, Charman out. Mm-hmm. What you do is you drive real deep into the woods down there, mm-hmm. and you pull your car off to the side of the road. You turn it off, and you turn off the lights, and you just wait. Mm. And he might show up. He might not. And if you want to maybe entice him by, like, you know, because he's not unintelligent, I'm sure. Like, yeah, he's he's been hunting people now for a good 80 <laughs> years, like <laughs> 60 years, whatever we figured out. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He, knows what, he knows what's up, so, like, get out, you know. Oh, my tire is flat. Oh, no. And then maybe he will come out and attack you. Okay. Okay. But then, like, the the conclusion of this one is kind of more fun for me. Because, mm-hmm. like, they seem to love this dude. Like, they even have a bridge named after him. It's called the Charman Bridge. Okay, so that's kind of cool. And it's, that is... and that's what's fun to me is how, like, an urban legend of this horrible fire being, mm-hmm. this, this man beast that should not be, like, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, but... We named a bridge after him. His name is Harvey. He's an okay guy. (laughs) No, no. He takes one or two of us a year, and that's it. And it's usually tourists, so we don't mind. Yeah, we don't mind. You know, it's it's a he he scratches our back, we scratch his kind of thing. You know, he gets rid of those annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The tourists who come up and and who litter everywhere and don't 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 leave the campsite 
in a better state than how they found it. So like he takes care of them for us and then he leaves us alone and, and all that. I don't know. See, it's all it's a whole like circle of urban legend spooky life. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. spooky life. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So that was that was the first one I found. Um, yeah, you got one you want to maybe break in with? Well, y- yes, I do. And uh, the, without even planning this, there there is also sort of like a little bit of a tie-in. Um, oh, b- cool. Between that story and and um, and I'm sure there are lots of like this. Like there were a whole bunch of others that I saw about this. Um, but like sort of thinking uh, symbolically, I'm I'm also uh, struck by the number of these urban legends that also feature a bridge. Like, not just a road and not just a car, but, like, a bridge. Yeah, a bridges are huge deals. Yeah, because, again, like, like uh, yeah, like, the, the archetype of that is, like, crossing from from one realm to another or, you know. And, and that even goes back to, and I'm sure even earlier than, like, the whole uh, Legend of Sleepy Hollow and the Headless mm-hmm. Horseman, right? Because, like, he couldn't, well, he like, couldn't cross a bridge. Yeah, like, evil beings can't cross water. Right, 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 right. Yeah. And so, and so yeah, too, like... like Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Oh no, no. So, so I was just gonna. Say, so, so this story that I was gonna I was gonna talk about also has a bridge. Like, like it kind of appeared, kind of like what you were saying. How like this is a little detail kind of tacked on at the end. Um, it, it, it's a similar kind of thing with this one. But this is uh, this is uh, well, and this is the other thing too. So like, yeah, um, I'm entering my fourth year here in Ohio, the Midwest, and so I'm just kind of learning about some of these regional things. And so all of my, um urban legend stories are kind of in and around Ohio. Um, and this one's really good, freaky. Good, 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 And this one's really freaky because it's like a half a mile from my house. Oh, cool. And like, and, I, I was even kind of looking at stuff in Ohio today. So I wonder, or yeah. not today, but like for yeah, today. Previously. So I wonder maybe you'll cross over whatever I kind of, yeah, sorry. Yeah, probably, ahead. probably. Yeah. So, so this is I'm kind of, so this, sorry. No, it's all good. It's all good. As, as we should be, as we should be. Um, so yeah, this is, uh, this is Walhalla Road, um, murders, bloody statues, haunted bridges, and heavy fines. It says, but whatever. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, heavy uh, fines. Yeah, the heavy greatest fines. curse of all the municipalities. Yeah, <laughs> local government. Um, <laughs> uh, gridlock. Gridlock. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Walhalla Road is just like yeah, just just down from my house a little bit, and in fact, um, my landlord has. His address. He lives on Walhalla Road. Um, oh, so yeah, shit. okay. Yeah, like it's just it's, it's literally just a couple couple blocks down from us. And and even like the Mrs. Wizard and I, um, we've 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 walked on this very thing. Like there's kind of some vehicular traffic, but it's mostly kind of a walking path. And so yeah, we, okay. we walked we walked down here a whole bunch of times and didn't even know it. Um, so so yeah, this is uh this is a little write up from WeirdUSA.com. Um, and I won't read the whole thing, but I'll kind of touch on some of it. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, the road known as Walhalla, which like uh, kind of like Valhalla, but just with a W, I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so, so yeah, like, uh, yeah, it, it, it says it appears to be nothing more than your average run of the mill uh, city suburb street. But as you draw nearer and nearer to, to High Street, that's one of the, na- that's one of the main um, roads here in Columbus. Uh, things okay. start to things start to get a little creepy, and so uh, yeah, like we're in we're in a metropolis. You know, it's it's like I think last I checked, like over eight hundred thousand people in Columbus, and like yeah, like you go downtown and it's and it's downtown, and 
you know, like where we are, are kind of a little bit further out, like there's still lots of houses and stuff, but like this area, you start walking down this area and it's like just trees and there's a little creek uh, that kind of runs by and it is, it's just like this kind of weird, spooky, um, f forested, lots of vegetation and stuff. Um, and it's really pretty, but then it can also be kind of, kind of creepy. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, so yeah, like the legend, the legend of Walhalla Road um, says, uh, no one is quite sure when the story started, but all of them seem to center around a husband and wife who lived in a house along Walhalla Road in the 1950s. So also kind of a, like roughly the same time as uh, Chardman. It's always like the 19, it's always seems like yeah. those for America. Yeah, exa exactly. Where a lot of these seem like they come from. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And so one night, um, apparently the husband lost it and ended up chopping his wife up with an axe in the family attic. Uh, when he finally came back Your around, hunting's fucking garbage. Yeah, ah, something, yeah, some, something set him off. Maybe it was when he was, he could have had a hard day at work in the building. Um, <laughs> but uh, I had to stare at that ball all day, yeah, and tomorrow day. I have to look at the ceiling. God damn it! Building, buildings everywhere. <laughs> it's all buildings. This meatloaf looks like the building I work at. Ah, it's axe time for you, Bertha. Ah! And so when, when he finally came back around and realized what he did, the husband tried to hide the body by burying it in the front yard. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, after not seeing the wife for several days, concerned neighbors started showing up at the house, and it wasn't long before the husband's dark secret was revealed. The man was, tri was arrested, tried, and convicted... But it wasn't until shortly after his execution that people began reporting, see, reporting seeing the dark figure of a man pacing back and forth in the attic of the now-abandoned house. Ooh. So yeah, to neighbors, to neighbors, there was no denying that the murderous man's ghost had returned to the scene of his crime. And so like that's kind of like the basic gist of it, right? Which also kind of yeah. sounds like a fairly stereotypical kind of like haunted house ghost ghost story kind husband of a, kind husband of a kills wife thing yeah yeah and so um and, and so like there's like what we were talking about as well there's also some kind of variations one adds a new element of a bloody statue okay so supposedly as a wedding gift the husband gave his wife a ceramic statue um in her likeness for their garden which also like along this area um they're not like super big backyards but there's you know some people have some little gardens over there and they do some cute little um like like paths around and things like that, um, where uh, where yeah like after um, after the murder, uh, the statue was not packed up with the rest of the family's belongings and was left in the garden where strange bloody markings began to appear on it, and the bloody marks were said to closely resemble the wounds the wife received when she was murdered. Um, so so who knows like maybe maybe because this is the other thing too like just with it being so much uh more humid and warmer over here like there's always like some sort of like mold or fungus growing so who knows like may maybe the like scientific take on it is like oh it's just this pink mold or whatever um but then again like it's it's still kind of gross yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But that's a big one i found too is bleeding statues like mm -hmm. Yeah, that's always a good one. There's always something in a graveyard, and it's, ooh, this is the statue of a witch, and the statue bleeds on her birthday, but we buried her on the wrong day so she can never be resurrected. It, right. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Um, and then yeah. there's there's another variation of Walhalla Road where uh, there's a dog, and the dog gets really sad, and there's a ghost dog that appears. 
Um, but the most popular variation is the one that incorporates the bridge over Walhalla Road into the epilogue of the story. And so, yeah, uh, Walhalla is sort of an east-west road. Um, and then there's another road, uh, Cal, or, uh, Calumet, I think that's what it is, that, that, yeah, ha, ha, yeah. Yeah, that, that has a bridge over it. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, yeah, if you happen to look at, um, if you happen to, like, go to weirdusa.com and find their story about Walhalla Road, they, they, have a, they have a photo of it. They have a photo with a bridge going over. Um, <clears throat> and so, yeah, with this one is uh, what happens is that after killing his wife, the husband marches out to the bridge and commits suicide by hanging himself from one of the beams of, of the road mm. there. And uh, it says that um, if, if this is the version of the story you, you heard, be prepared uh, to be told that driving under the bridge at night might result in you catching a ghostly glimpse of a noose hanging from the bridge. And, uh, and, and better yet, if you time it just right, you might see the ghost of the husband hanging up there. And so I think I, I think I'd lose my fucking mind. Like, wouldn't that be crazy? Oh well, my god! Well, and I want to say that because um, with it being with with it coming close to Halloween, like I'm sure there's somebody who'll put like an effigy or something up there just to like really yeah. freak people out. Um, but Josh, uh, what did you do? I I was here. I have an alibi. I uh, and then one shows up and like. Yeah, There's and then we'll one be cop really in Columbus that listens to this show. It's like we gotta talk to that Strita character. Yeah, we know who we know who we're gonna who our first first interview is gonna be. Um, <laughs> but uh, so so yeah, like that's maybe like a little basic, you know, nothing too nothing too crazy out of this urban legend. But the fact that it's literally like just down the road from me. That that oh, kind of caught my neat, eye. Though, yeah, yeah, it's kind of cool. Have you cool. have you seen anything at all? Have you experienced anything? So, uh, granted, the only times that we've walked down that way was like during our like lunch hour. Um, and while we haven't seen any of that, we have seen a uh, giant um, metal sculpture of a dragon in someone's backyard. Okay. And uh, after entering COVID world, the dragon has a face mask. <laughs> so someone whoever had it there like put a little put a little mask around him so that he wouldn't spread the coof <laughs> it's good of him like responsible yeah, dragons good. are the best dragons Ex- exactly exactly so so yeah like the next time we go which which again with all the like greenery there um we, we've been talking about walking down there again to uh to see the leaves change so the next time we do that um here in the upcoming week We'll definitely make make sure to keep an eye out for any of the any of the spooky yeah. spooky ghosts or bloody statues or ghost dogs or nooses all that stuff. I love ghost dog. Ghost oh, dog's pretty. Me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm just a little ghost dog, and I'm just going to bow over here and bow, whoa, whoa, bow. <laughs> ghost dogs ghost are the best. Dog. Ghost dog. <laughs> no worries. All right, so yeah, there's there's the legend of Walhalla Road. Legend of Walhalla Road. Well, and it's funny, I have a road legend for you, Josh. Perfect, perfect. And we're gonna get you and I are gonna get deep cut for a reference that no one's gonna get except for us. Okay. But I need you to I need you to go back into your into your uh, memories mm-hmm. and remember mm-hmm. a state forensics meet. Okay. Yep. 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 And. As we were driving the state forensics meet, we took a trip up a little street called Jackass Road. <laughs> this, and, uh, 
Denver slash Englewood, Colorado. I guess mm-hmm. it's Littleton, but yeah. Oh, yeah. I yep, yep. uh kind of got I kind of went down a rabbit hole for Jackass Road, Josh. <laughs> I remember these kids going, "Oh, Mister, Mister, this it's Jackass Road. Look how funny it is." And, yep, yeah, it sure is. And I think I found out why. Because as I was kicking around looking for stories, I found one from Nine News. Oh, great. Nine News. Yeah. And so before I tell that story, I have another story to tell. And it said I'm cracking into my atomic pumpkin. So oh, okay. pray for me. Here I, we go. Here we go. And this, this is me going in blind. So this is like my first sniff. And Okay. It's real innocuous. I don't know. Here's a sip here. Oh. Uh oh. It's uh hmm. That's not a promising start. It's real spicy. <laughs> oh goodness. Oh. Who needs hot wings when you have pumpkin beer with habanero? <laughs> Who would do this? New Belgium shame on you. Oh, that's that that's a real bummer, man. No, I um... Oh, I was so excited now I I immediately regret my decision. Let's take a second drink. No, that reminds me. I was I was at a I was at a Brewers Festival. Um actually there in Salida. Mm-hmm. And uh someone had a had a ghost chili stout. Oh my god. Which as we've talked about before, stouts are some of my favorite beers and also after That's several jam. And and after several other samples, I was perhaps not as discerning as I should have been at that moment. <laughs> and yeah, it was just like I think they're trying to go for like a mole kind of thing where like a little bit okay. of chocolate, a little bit of spicy, but just, it was, it was bad. It was just bad. Oh. And they typically do, they'll, they'll do anywhere from two ounce to four ounce pours at, uh, okay. some of these like beer tasting things. And I think they gave me a four ounce. And so I had like, like my one sip, I was like, Oh wow, real good. And then like walked out of sight and just dumped it on the grass afterwards. <laughs> It's like I'm not, I'm not gonna have that in addition to my hangover tomorrow. So. Oh, uh, anyway, sorry. I apologize for the. That was Mark and his beer update. Do 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 do. Um. Yeah. Well, and Jackass. and for. Oh. Well, well, and and for this installment, I think we also have to add the side. We also have to add the sad trombone. Wow. 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 Oh man, have I got a sad trombone for you? Yeah. Never mind. Well, uh, that, that's for later. Sorry. Uh, Halloween challenge got bad this week, Josh. It, just heads up. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. All right. So, Jackass Hill. The legend goes that during the war, a guy decided to start breeding mules for the war effort. Okay. It was like this weird get rich quick scheme. And you got to understand back in, you know, post-war denver at this time there was nothing out there you know even even there like there's still like compared to other parts it's still pretty pretty sparse but yeah 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 so he um so he goes out there and starts his mule farm and then oh no the war ends and he's stuck with all these mules (laughs) and what does he do he does the thing that everybody in the 40s does he picks up and leaves and lets the mules starve to death oh that's awful. But, yeah, it is. But it sort of has a happy ending because those poor mules that are... I'm sure that they're like... I want to say... I, I'm sure that they didn't starve to death, but like they're mules, they can't reproduce. So like, 
the ones you got are the ones you're gonna have, and they're only mm-hmm. good for about twelve years. So mm. they're they're go- they're gone now. But you know, I like to think those mules had a happy life in what would soon be D- Denver. Yeah, I mean, and, and I'm yeah. sure they're still. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that they are doing their thing and walking around and grazing and kicking some, you know, like yuppies Subaru. <laughs> Yeah, but apparently that's why it's called Jackass Hill. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, and I, I just kind of thought it was fun. Like, yeah, <laughs> I remember very clearly many well, years and, ago driving in the bus with you to regionals and, oh, hey, Jackass Hill, look at there. Oh, well, and yes. wasn't there, oh, I'm, I might have to do a little look because I, I want to say that there was also like a, like also by Jackass Hill, wasn't there like Jackass Park? I want to say there's like a little, like like little meadow or something. Let's yeah, see. yeah, yeah. It's like Jackass Hill Park. Yeah. It's like a whole thing, yeah. Yeah, it is. And I even saw that um, <clears throat> they have a thing that's called the uh, Jackass Hill Ski Patrol. <laughs> and it, I guess it's just, I don't know what it is, just people that live on the block that think they're being fun. But that is, that's it, amazing. It's good, yeah. <laughs> that's too good. Uh, well, this one might be, this one may be a little, a little ookier and a little spookier, but it does... I guess if, not that not that I'm always trying to like tie one story to the other, but this is also about some kind of lovable, goofy creatures that um, get abandoned and uh, left to roam in the wilderness. Um, and this is kind of interesting. So, like, uh, so apparently, this version, this versions of this story appear not only in Ohio but also Michigan, which is just north of us. Um, okay, but then also Connecticut which is like way way on the east coast like new england um okay but yeah these lovable creatures that um uh someone wanted to take care of and uh was perhaps ill prepared to do so and so just kind of let them roam free uh but these are not mules or donkeys or jackasses these are the melon heads oh no yeah so and again like all the different versions and varieties but they all center around one thing uh mysterious humanoids with large bulbous heads yes and sometimes they're a result of inbreeding sometimes they're a result of experiments gone wrong um but they but they live in isolations in the woods and are usually believed to have nefarious intentions and so uh so yeah this is from uh getting this write-up from ranker.com and their sort okay. of write-up they're sort of write-up about the, the melon heads and, and yeah they have a whole bunch they have a whole bunch of them um and so i'll just maybe kind of talk about a couple um yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. uh in in weird usa oh and, and actually this is pointing even back to weird usa that that early, earlier website um but it says a man named tony recounts his encounter with a melon head in uh chardon ohio Tony was driving with his family down Chillicote Road when they came to a section of the road with fields on both sides. There was an irrigation ditch separating the road from the fields, and that's where Tony spotted him. He explained, I looked out my window and saw him, a melon head. <laughs> Which but you, you, you got to do it right. You got yeah. to do it right, though. Yeah. Hey, yo, it's a melon hey, head. Melon head. Oh, mom, look at, look at this guy over here. Uh, and it says, uh, and it says he or it was running next to the ditch. We were going about 45, 50 miles an hour and the melon head was actually keeping up with us, which also goes back to, to charred man. 
And uh, Tony, Tony, goes on to describe Tony. the melon head's clothes. It says, uh, ripped brown pants, white shirt with red stains. And an appearance, he says, about 5'7", light brown skin, large head, two holes where the ears should have been. And, uh, and the creature jumped into the woods out as their car went around a curve in the road. Hmm. And so that's, I, I, I guess that's sort of like, yeah, the, the sort of typical story where people are driving or hiking in the woods or something and they see one or more melon heads that are either stalking them or um, doing something like that. Um, hmm. And uh, often, often the melon heads are said to uh, either be the creation or they're somehow affiliated with this character named Dr. Crow. Caca! Mm-hmm. And it says, uh, <laughs> and it says that uh, one, one version of the story says that Dr. Crow used to take in orphans and perform horrifying medical experiments on them in a secluded house. Uh, and so his, his experiments continued for years. And the children became more desperate with each passing day until they finally revolted and slew him. And they, oh, set, fu- and they set fire to the house and retreated, and retreated into the woods where they still live to this day. So a little, yeah. Um, yeah, like, and now we also get kind of the evil, sadistic, mad scientist. Um, right. And these poor melon heads that, that, that just want to be free. And so like, do you, <laughs> do you hear the melon heads sing? Singing the song of angry orphans who got horrific medical experiments on them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, that's too funny. Sorry. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, but then again, well, there goes old Gert, the most beautiful voice of the yeah. melon heads. He's going to pee on American Idol. Yeah. <laughs> um, He's but, going on that masked singer. Yeah. <laughs> Cut to Our, passionately perform song with gurgles. And then the judges, I loved your redemption yeah. of the Bjork song. Yeah. Remove your mask. Yeah. All right, America. Vote for who you think the melon head is. And it's like someone with, with like a watermelon on it. And then they take the mask off. And then it's like Quasimodo in the, nunch, in the Hunchback of Notre Dame thing. It's like, ah, he's actually a melon head. It's, it's a dude. He's just got a cantaloupe on his face. Yeah. And he pops it off. sorry no it's dumb i'm sorry well and and this is the other interesting thing um so there there's one version of dr crow who's the nefarious uh yeah like sadistic scientist and Mm -hmm. there's there's another origin story for the melon heads about a benevolent dr crow who uh and and this this dr crow lived off uh wisner road in kirkland ohio which just so happened to be right uh, near a rumored crybaby bridge. So here's another bridge. And the whole thing about cry, crybaby bridge is the story goes that one mother or a bunch of mothers um, abandoned their baby or babies over there. And then ghosts kind of like both ghosts of the mother who regrets her decision or ghosts of the children. But anyway, so like this is a spot where apparently the legend is that babies get abandoned. Um, and so this, and so this nice Dr. Crow apparently lived near there and he took in children with hydrocephalus and gave them a warm loving home um yeah. 
and the neighbors. Really quick, you want to break down what uh, hydrocephaly is? Yeah, so hydrocephaly is this medical condition. Um, it's it's literally from the Greek, like like water brain, um, yeah. or I guess more accurately, water head. Um, but uh, but yeah, like it's there. There's something happens where there's just an increase in the fluids that are in the brain, and often um, there's some developmental disabilities that uh, accompany that. Um, and so and so, so yeah, like you get these kind of big big head kids. Um, and, uh, and, and, and yeah, and, and, and in this, in this kind of take on it, uh, it's the neighbors, the neighbors were repulsed and called them melon heads, but mm-hmm. Dr. Crow did his best to shield them from the cruel comments of others. Oh. And, uh, and then one day Dr. Crow passed of natural causes, uh, and, and his, and his adopted children were scared and alone with no one to care for them. And so enraged and fearful of outsiders, they burned the house down with Dr. Crow inside of it and, and escaped into the woods. And so then it kind of goes on. Um, and it says they, they continued to live there where interbreeding brought out the worst of their genes. Dun, dun, dun. And uh, local lore depicts them as territorial and angry, responsible for attacks, kidnappings, and theft of pets and livestock for food. Um, there's another there's another take on it that says that maybe they're the product of um, some sort of nuclear experiments, some sort of radiation poisoning or something like that. Um, but yeah, and, and so there's a whole there's a whole bunch of stories about the about the melon heads. Yeah, kind of. Which, yeah. yeah, which is weird, also kind of a freak. Weird feral humans. It's always fun. Oh yeah, which are also apparently freaky fast and inbred and. <laughs> Eat, eat pets and stuff, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't... Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I mean... I like, well, and, America and it is, is so big. Like, we don't... It's so big. Well, and, know, like, and, and as we were talking about with the Teddy Roosevelt versus cryptids, like, those forests, like, like especially out, out, out here, and, and I know that you've done some kind of uh, travel out to, like, the East Coast and... Yeah, uh, and yeah, yeah, just just these old forests that are super dense, and will have this like kind of lazy country road driving through them. Yeah, I could, I would totally expect to see some some weird, freaky thing like. And it's like thirty feet out, man. That's it. You're you're yeah. not where you were anymore. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, yeah who who knows? There there probably is. There's probably a whole a whole like couple of like bands of melon heads like a couple of tribes or whatever and yeah they eat squirrels and stuff and uh yeah well and it's funny you mentioned things going into things and incest <laughs> i'm gonna get incesty with you oh nice um, very nice well no one thing that i kind of i don't know one thing i picked up in just talking with co-workers mm-hmm. is um apparently there is a weird family of inbred sheep herders down here in the valley oh no way yeah they live down south like down past Antonitos around Magoti, I guess, kind of. Okay, yeah, I could see. And apparently the story goes that, like, for during, you know, post-war, allegedly, mm-hmm. whatever, the uh, the old granddad sheep farmer passed the farm to his kids or whatever, and uh, they had to stick around and keep doing it. They had to, you know, they had to keep the sheep farm up. Right, so right. they didn't really go to school. They didn't really do anything, and it just sort of led to degeneration. And then cut to they had kids with each other, mm. and now apparently you can see the like third or fourth generation of this just out there on the uh, flats. Hmm. 
Yeah. And, like, one guy was even telling me, like, he was driving out, you know, down a country road in the middle of the night, and he came around the corner, he saw this thing, and it was real skinny and just kind of gross looking, and it was humanoid, and it jumped up and jumped over a fence and disappeared in the night. And I don't know if he might have seen a crackhead, like, you know, he might (laughs) have... He might, yeah, he might have seen like, a number of things, but yeah, that's or still, he saw a weird inbred sheep farmer. Yeah, you know? that, that could be. Well, my my like sort of rationalizing brain was like, well, I know some of the mule deer can get kind of scruffy and like weird looking, so maybe that's maybe that's it. But it could also very well just be an inbred sheep herder dude. <laughs> yeah, well, like he he made a big point of like it had these really big hands and feet. Oh, and okay. when it stood up, it was like, it was only like five feet tall. Right. But it stood up like a man and then it like just vaulted the fence. Right. Isn't that yeah, also kind so. of, isn't that also kind of a funny thing too, right? Like the, like the humanoid creatures or cryptids that are either like super tall or mm-hmm. yeah, like, yeah, like five foot nothing or even less than that, that, that are like really short. Like again, well, like, and, mm-hmm. and, and that kind of segues into my next point. Um, oh, there's another guy I work with, and he talks a lot about these things called duendes, which I, they're, oh, yeah. I guess they're gnomes. I don't know if you've heard of mm-hmm. them. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, he well, he doesn't talk about them. But I was talking to somebody and said, you need to talk to this guy about it, and he refused to talk about it because it really seems to hit him hard. Yeah, man. They are. But dirt. even, like, my manager was telling me they were out hunting one night, and he was like, hey, uh... If you hear anything, it's the Duendes. Mm-hmm. And he was, like, dead serious about it. And it's apparently it's just this little, like, it's a little gnome. They're, I don't know, they're weird. But yeah, they it's are like kind of. a little gnome dwarf guy. And in some legends, they're, like, this horrible little guy. They're, you know, they're mean and some they're not. And mm-hmm. yeah, it is honestly a great point of fear for me. I don't know why. But god damn it, they freak me out, man. Like, yeah. Yeah, well, and there is, like, there's a lot, I I mean, we could do a whole other, I'm sure we could do a whole other bit on, like, just There will be in the future, I, dude, I've got so much shit on gnomes, Josh. Oh, Oh, yeah, hell yeah, dude, no, I'm I'm excited. Especially in Latin America, like, I fucking, oh, dude, I like, (laughs) I Charlie Brown that fucking hornet's nest. (laughs) Which, I mean, I guess would mean I missed it, but whatever, dude, I, no, still, yeah. Sorry, yeah. But, but no, like it's, um, it's coming. Like dwarves and gnomes are coming. Soon. Oh yeah, oh yeah, man. No, I'm 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 stoked. I'm I'm horned up. Um, but uh, but yeah, I was also um, there's, I'm sure we could even do like a full other episode on like just weird things in and around the San Luis Valley because there's some there's some weird stuff over there. There's so much, and that you know, um, and I don't, I, I do, I'd kind of, I think it'd be neat if you and I actually got to do like a later on down the line like a week of our favorite you know you take yeah. it one week i take it one week our mm-hmm. our favorite myths but yeah i think yeah absolutely oh yeah totally well and 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 even uh especially like um uh one of the years i remember this um one of the years teaching there at the high school um i assigned my students we were reading bless me ultima or bless me ultima uh by mm-hmm. rudolfo anaya and like one of the plot devices and that one of the main main parts of the story um, is this curandera um, ultima that like that she's like sort of a spiritual healer um, uh, yeah like 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 uses uses magic and like nature to like cure people but but also she's so she's appreciated in the community but also kind of ostracized because 
everybody's super Catholic. Um, but she right. also, and so not only is she kind of antagonized by the, like the town folk, but she's also antagonized by this family of um, witches. Of, uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, oh, I just lost the Spanish word. Bruja. Bruja. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. So, um, as so as my students were reading whatever chapter it was, I I think I had a head cold, and so I I had I needed a sub. Um, and the substitute teacher was like a 50 year old, 60 year old San Luis Valley native. And, uh, and he's sitting in class as the students are reading this chapter about Ultima fighting the Brujas. Um, and like this guy, again, like, and granted, I, I wasn't there. So I'm like hearing this from my students secondhand. But they were saying, but they were telling me like, yeah, man, like and the, and, and the sub was like, no, you, you don't mess with those. They will, they will, they will fuck your shit up. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah they're, they're really like like when your uh, co-worker was very reluctantly talking about the little gnome gnome guys like yeah like there's Wendis, some yeah. yeah there's some there's some stuff man there's some stuff that happens and even like i, I don't know i don't want to say it's more credible because i don't want to talk about it but like i don't know you know there is something to that there, there definitely lends that you know it's like dudes who have actually seen you know action in war time mm-hmm. yeah they don't talk about what they've seen right but then dudes who didn't see anything they're real gung-ho to oh, i was there and the shit man I, oh yeah right. you know and it's like okay but you didn't you didn't do anything right yeah you like, you yeah. you talk a mighty big game instead of like yeah well just like you're saying that the people who actually experience that who know who know what's going on yeah they're much more much more reserved to actually dive into dive into that What's that quote? Those who experience hell don't talk about it or something. I don't. Yeah, it's, I it's something. I want to say like it's that. a Hemingway, but something. I don't know. Probably sounds sounds very Hemingway esque. I guess. <laughs> anyway, you got another you got another local tale for us, there, Josh? Yeah, I do. So, and this one is um, this one is also pretty pretty well known through throughout the state, and this is actually in a different part. Um, this is in Athens, Ohio. Which is, okay. um, it's probably like two hours, maybe not quite two hours, um, southeast of us. Um, and they have, um, or, or had, I guess, uh, their own lunatic asylum. Okay. And uh, now it's called The Ridges. And I can kind of go into the history of how I got that name changed. But, um, <clears throat> but yeah, this was a... This was a Kirkbridge Plan mental hospital, and apparently, a Kirkbridge Plan is this whole um, kind of style of uh, facility uh, named after Thomas Story Kirkbridge, in uh, uh, a psychiatrist in the mid nineteenth century who kind of designed all these buildings. Uh, and this one operated in Athens, Ohio, from eighteen seventy four, so just ten years after the Civil War. All the way up until 1993. Oh wow! And so, uh, so yeah, it had a. And here I'm, I'm just going off the Wikipedia page, um, but it had a. It provided services to uh, Civil War vets, children, those who were mentally unwell, uh, and uh, after let's see here, it uh, yeah after it kind of ceased operations in in 93. Um, it was just kind of there and nobody was really taking care of it. And so it just kind of like deteriorated and got really spooky and creepy. Um, and then more recently, let's see if I can find the year. Um, there was a, there was a movement to sort of, um, 
Oh yeah, here we go. So um so in Athens, Ohio, that's where uh that's where Ohio University is. Okay. And uh part of part of the old asylum was demolished by OU um to make some uh because I guess a bunch of college students were out there exploring and going ghost hunting um <laughs> over there but um but yeah and, and so and so it's called the ridges now they kind of had like a hey this is a historic um uh building and we want to um maintain it um and so yeah or i guess it was a naming contest in 1984 uh to okay to, to rename it to the ridges and so yeah like as you could imagine uh, building that spanned that long and kind of had some people who were going through a, a lot of shit and people trying to cure that by doing just extra a lot of shit <laughs> um yeah it has a lot of it has a lot of uh, a lot of kind of ghost ghost stories and all that some uh, ooky spooky bullshit some ooky spooky bullshit and some of the most famous ones um is uh the the creepiest story is that of a patient that they had there named Margaret Schilling, who actually went missing from the hospital in 1979. Uh, so she was kind of MIA, AWOL, and it says uh, 42 days after she disappeared, someone discovered what was left of her body in an abandoned wing of the facility, completely, oh my God. yeah, completely naked. And with her clothing neatly folded next to her. Oh my god! So, who knows? Uh, who knows how she got there? And and in forty two days, right? Like, so she was still like in the vicinity and like on the facilities. Yeah. But for forty two days, nobody won't know where she went, where she was, or, or couldn't didn't see her. But yeah, found her in, in an abandoned wing. Um, and this is this is also maybe a little little graphic, but um. It says that she decayed, that her body decayed so much that the sort of like imprint of her body um, seeped into the concrete. And, yes. That, yeah. 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 And uh, and no matter what the staff did, no matter what they tried, they they just, they just couldn't scrub out the the little imprint, the little like um, um, impression that that she left there. And yeah. so and so it said and so yeah and so the story is that like. Um, uh, on on clear nights, uh, Margaret can still be seen trying to escape the room where she died. Hmm. So uh, so yeah, that one's that one's pretty freaky. Uh, and then let's see here. There's another one that also just kind of yeah again just kind of like made made my heart hurt a, a little bit. So uh, yeah, over here at the Athens Lunatic Asylum, um, the first patient there was a 14 year old girl with epilepsy. Okay. And uh, kind of during that time, before people knew what ep- what epilepsy was, um, they thought she was possessed by a demon. Mm-hmm. And so uh, apparently they also had a lot of lobotomies over there. Um, ailments such as menopause, alcohol addiction, and tuberculosis were cause for enrollment in the hospital. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, and so and so yeah like it was it was just like again like think about all the advances in like medicine and psychology and psychiatry that we've had in yeah what the like 120 years almost that that this place was active so of course like 
people got not the best treatment, but just because we didn't know any better. And so it would it would only make sense to me if there were some really like disgruntled uh, spirits that were still hanging around over there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I couldn't blame them. <laughs> it's like, Back when you're getting fucking enema to death for, yeah, you know. Yeah, for yeah for being menopausal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I've got these hot flashes. Excellent. Cocaine yeah. and enemas. Let's go. Yeah. Demon. Demon woman. <laughs> this was also kind of freaky. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know if there's necessarily any like ghost stories attached to this, but, but this is, this kind of freaks me out. Um, okay. So it says there are, um, 1,930 people buried at the three cemeteries located at the oh ridges, my God. which again, like right. over, like over a 120 year period and people who were not in the best shape, like, yeah, that makes sense. You know? Right. No. Yeah. But, but then, but then this is the other thing. This is the part that sits less well with me is, uh, of those, 700 women and 959 men lay under headstones marked only with a number. Ooh. So that's the other thing that seems a little kind of screwed up is it's like, look, you couldn't at least like put their name on it. Like, like you yeah, couldn't. No shit. And, 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 and it said that there were some patients that were reunited with their families, or I guess their remains were reunited with their families. Um, mm-hmm. But, but yeah, like if there's, what's that like? Almost seventeen thousand uh, corpses there that are just buried <laughs> under numbers. Like that's that's pretty messed up. That is insane. That's pretty messed up. So so again, maybe yeah. there's some maybe there's some ghosts that are really pissed off that they're like number three hundred seventeen instead of like mm-hmm. Johnny or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> His name was Johnny. <laughs> Dear God, dear God. So yeah. So I that's that's just I don't know. It's crazy. To me. It, it it is well, and and I also know like with some of the other ones, we're kind of like, "Tee hee, isn't this silly?" But that one, like, I think we both kind of realized, like, no, that's some, that's some, that's there's probably some some realness there. Yeah. Well, I want to lighten it up a little bit and get okay, silly, perfect. Because I, I I got into some silly stuff too. Yeah, perfect. Um, one big thing that shows up under Colorado urban legends is all the conspiracy theories around DIA. Oh yes, which, these are great. Which we're we're not going to get into that because whatever, it's that'll mm-hmm. be later maybe. Sure. But okay, Josh, do you know the horse, the big blue horse? Do I know the big blue horse that's outside of DIA? Dear sweet. Yeah, like metallic blue with crazy red demon eyes that crazy greets crazy red. Yeah, that greets like hapless travelers. A red bolts of lightning arcing up under from under its legs up across its belly yeah. to its neck and head. Like well, and and um, I don't know a way to say this without sounding weird, but also like just massive horse dong, big ol', big ol', yeah. <laughs> Just really showing you, you know. Yeah, and and so you it's, and I it's, being it's prepping you to get looked at by the TSA. Yeah, and <laughs> and so you and I being Colorado natives, we know this. But the but the but the like endearing but also terrifying nickname that we give the statue is Blucifer. Blucifer. Blucifer the horse, and yes. I'm sure our gentle uh, our gentle listeners can. Go online and image search for Blues for the Horse and, yeah, just have nightmares for the 
next next couple days. But also hot take. I think it looks cool as shit. Like it also, and it also does look cool as shit. Yeah, it's it's just pretty rocking. Yeah, but so I I went down a Blucifer rabbit hole, and Josh, did you know that Blucifer killed a dude? Didn't he even um? Wasn't it even like the artist? Yeah, it was the guy who made him. Yeah, I did. Who yeah. was telling? Me? I think my brother was telling me about this because he also kind of gets into some of the some of the goofy stuff. But yeah, like he ended up yeah. he ended up killing the dude who actually. Well, well, I'm 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 sure you have more details about it. So yeah, tell us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the guy's name was, was uh, Luis Jimenez, and he was like the artist commissioned to make the sculpture. And while in his studio, he was you know painting it, and a section broke off and just fell on him. Oh shit! And like crushed him. <laughs> Yeah. Oh no, that's awful. So like, yeah. So this horrible horse has like a death count to it too. Like, yeah. That also. I just thought it was. I don't know. Like that's one of our local legends, and it's kind of fun. I don't know. Yeah. Well, and straight up, this this horrible horse killed a guy. It's. Yeah. Well, and that makes me think too of like, um, because like, doesn't the Eiffel Tower also have like a pretty substantial body count? Oh yeah, yeah. Like like some there's that. Well, there's even that footage of the guy that tests his homemade parachute there, that's, and he oh, just shit, drops and it doesn't deploy. And you can you can see it. He just he hits the fucking ground like that's, that's right. It. He's, he bought the farm. Yeah. yeah. No, that's no. You're right too. So yeah, I I think that's also kind of a yeah maybe like an arc archetypal story of sorts. Like the like the like artist working on this masterpiece or this latest thing, but. Mm-hmm. It kind of gets ooky spooky, and maybe some people say like, "Really, Chief, you're gonna go with that design?" And then yeah, like ends up getting getting like killed killed by it, or or like driven insane riding a this concerto or whatever. But <laughs> right, yeah. Well, and and because it's also like, because like I totally get the the like creative decisions behind it, where it's like, okay, so like you know, and and like yes, there there are the Rocky Mountains right there on Denver. Uh, but 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 DIA is much more eastward, like in the plains, or I guess with yeah. the start of the plains. And so yeah, there's like wild horses there, and of course we also have yeah. the Denver Broncos and all that. So like it makes sense to have like this horse kind of thing, this horse kind of statue. Um, and it, makes, it does. Yeah, it makes some sense. Yeah. Yeah, and and you know we have these beautiful uh, clear blue skies and uh, these gorgeous sunsets with that turn the orange like 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 we call them bronco sunsets right because because that's also the color of the denver broncos football team <laughs> go pack go <laughs> go, go pack, pack go, go. um <laughs> and so then you could also see uh uh it was luis right yeah 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 uh, luis Jimenez. yeah you, you could also see him saying like okay so yeah sure then you know we got the blue skies and the kind of orange sunset so yeah we'll make this horse blue and orange too yeah i can I, that totally makes sense but then like you put all these things together and like the sum is maybe not greater than its parts but definitely like more satanic than its parts <laughs> And yeah, that's and yeah, and you, you just gotta say like, okay, like maybe this is maybe like the little like scale model that I have here before I like actually start buying the steel or whatever. Like maybe maybe I want to change some things. <laughs> but yeah, good old good old Lucifer. I always get good a kick. Lucifer. I I always get a kick out of people who have never been to DIA before, 
um yes. or it, like just like 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 driving up there uh getting into either terminal west or terminal east being like oh are you in are you in for a treat <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's well and and it is like that is that's also just well it, and the fact that it's like still standing, like as I'm kind of looking up, I, I just just because I want to sort of refresh myself and, give, and make sure I have more right, nightmares yeah. later. <laughs> like all of the images that I'm putting up, they're attached to news stories where it's like, no, we're not going to take down the horse. We're not moving the horse. Lucifer is staying. But so that's the other thing, too. And I know this like turned from like urban legends to Lucifer talk, but fucking a like. There are so many people that hate that statue, yeah. but then there's even more that love that statue. And it's just like, oh my god, this there is a real magical power about this thing. Like, no, it it absolutely No, yeah, it, it 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 is. It's like um like I, I won't necessarily go on to say like a like a golden calf kind of thing, but then kind of sort yeah. of a golden calf sort of thing where it's yeah, like the people who are yeah, like adamantly opposed to this, but then also the people who are like, no, screw you. We're going to like keep this thing up. And I'm not saying there's a group of individuals who go out um, at the new moon and in hooded cloaks and like burn candles and stuff out, out by Lucifer, but maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe there are, maybe uh, they aren't. All right. So right now I'm plugging it to you. Um, I'll, I'll buy your ticket out here. Meet me at DIA. Well, meet me. At, we'll we'll get together like October twenty eighth in Denver. We'll pal yep. around for a couple of days, mm-hmm. and then we'll we'll on October thirty first at the new moon or the the full moon. Yeah, the full you and moon. We'll light candles around Lucifer, <laughs> and like we will do so. We we will do some straight up wizard shit. Yeah, exactly. No, like we'll 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 be able to um, speak to horses afterwards. <laughs> Uh, do I look like Matthew Broderick to you, sir? <laughs> oh, boom, roasted. <laughs> That's a joke that no one will get. Never, no, never gets old. Never gets old. And in fact, like, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna make our listeners like work for that joke. I'm not gonna explain it. You have good. to figure out. You have to figure it out. <laughs> good, good. Yeah, like, um, yeah, like, what if it was something like instead of like a were werewolf? What if we turn into wear horses, and just like I'm down. yeah, that'd be that'd be great, man. Yeah. Shit, I'd be cool. I wish I would have had that like when I was running track. It would have been amazing. <laughs> just like turn into a turn to a demon horse right before the 400 meter intermediate hurdles. That'd be amazing. <laughs> the man is literally a centaur redefining the sport. And then just like as well, you're like majestically just like prancing just clop, clop. yeah yeah just kind of do my little <laughs> clop, like just shattered records but you're graceful as shit yeah your beautiful like centaur chest hair like is <laughs> glistening in the sun well i'm I, i'm also kind of getting a robot unicorn attack kind of vibes of it too open your eyes i see <laughs> your eyes are open hold on to the
Oh, too good. Oh, man, Mark, this has been a lot of fun. I love, yeah, I so love all I, these little urban legends. I do, too. And I got one more point I kind of want to make. Like, Oh, yeah, please. You, you and I grew up in an interesting time because mm. it was definitely a, a change in the way that we consume urban legends. And the big one for me was the emails. Oh, yeah. yeah. The weird chain emails of, like, mm-hmm. you know share this and save a life and the one that always stands out to me is that headlight game oh yeah that one and you're driving so you're driving down the road Mm -hmm. and you see a car in front of you and they flip their headlights and like i think that might i to me that's the universal sign for there's a cop back there or there's right you know Mm -hmm. something yeah so you you know the 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 courteous thing to do is flip your headlights back to them Mm -hmm. but if you do that then like it was a gang initiation and they'd Drive you off the road and murder you. Yeah, I, I. And it's stupid, and I don't think anyone. I don't think it actually happened. I don't believe. No. I don't know if it was actually a thing. No. But holy shit, I was, I was so terrified yeah. of that, and it was because it would always, it would get email, it show up in my like uh, AOL account like once or twice a week. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah that was also sort of a, um, well, and and like I, I don't. Like of course it gets dark everywhere, <laughs> but right. I but I also feel like especially in Colorado when it gets dark a lot sooner, um, when a lot of times if you're driving not even necessarily in the mountains through a pass or anything, but there's there's also just wildlife everywhere too. So you want you want to have your lights on so you don't hit a deer or yeah. anything like that. And yeah, like the the and the courteous thing to do. Um, and, and, and I actually heard, I guess the opposite of that is it's like, if you see a car that doesn't have its lights on, but it's, but it like clearly should, it clearly should have its lights on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you flash it. Then that was the gang thing where they would like flip a Yui and chase you off the road or, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. or, or just like open fire at, at you or, or whatever. Um, which, yeah, like that's the other kind of. I, I I know this didn't necessarily come up in any of the ones that we talked about today, but that also kind of seems to be a theme with a lot of urban mm-hmm. legends is it's like, yeah, like, like there's a, there's a person or something that doesn't quite seem right, but you can't really put your finger on it. And so you like try yeah. to help you like try to, yeah, like help the stranded hitchhiker or here's a car that doesn't have its lights on, or it's somebody who's in some sort of like distress and you want to like check up on them but then it's also a sort of like cautionary tale about like yeah maybe don't pick up the hitchhiker or if somebody doesn't have that's why i maintain it's like and that's like it that's our new folklore like Mm -hmm. instead of you know slow and steady wins the race it's don't pick up the hitchhiker you will die yeah yeah or the or the uh um well and this one is this one's so old um but yeah like the whole thing about like check your check your halloween candy because strangers will put drugs in them or like the whole like razor blades and apples things, which for, for the record, I have never gotten an apple trick or treating, <laughs> which like, yeah, right. it's like who, like, look, like it's not like the 19, you know, like thirties anymore. And we're in the great depression. And like the most you can muster up is yeah. Like to give somebody like a shriveled crappy apple. <laughs> well, but Josh, there was, there was a case of that, and I forget where it was, but the guy was trying to kill his kid, so he mm. rigged some pixie sticks with cyanide. Oh, shit. And gave it to the... Or he stuck it in the kid's um, 
basket or whatever or whatever you know or his uh, mm-hmm. what do you call that trick or treat sack yeah yeah and uh, poison his kid and but then like everybody knew about it because for weeks before that he'd been talking about like hey do y'all know how to make cyanide <laughs> but that one dickhead ruined it for the rest of us right that's too funny yeah. But that's where that urban legend comes from, that there's, like, some mm. psycho killer out there, like, he's tainting the apples with razors. Yeah. But also, yeah, no, also, yes, no, nobody ever gives anybody apples, and if you do, yeah. go to hell, like. Yeah, don't, just don't. Oh. Well, well, and, and it was really, I, I thought you were actually going to go a different direction with the whole, like, our kind of growing up last kind of thing, because I think we were also the last generation, um, to, to have not only a childhood, but even like going into like high school and maybe even the first bit of college um, mm-hmm. without like cell phones and even like camera phones because yeah. because so many of the stories too like have to operate with like you're in your car by yourself or you're in a weird part of town um, or like you see this weird thing. But it's like for a moment versus nowadays, it's like, oh, no, like I have self-service everywhere or I could take a picture of, of this thing. And like, yeah, sure. There's the whole like crappy, like, like, like clearly edited, like shitty cell phone camera pictures or videos of like, oh, look, it's a it's a Bigfoot. But it's like, right. yeah, get, get, get out of here with that. So I think that's also kind of part of it, too. And like a lot of the urban legend sort of stuff moved moved to that cyber realm where it's like, oh, I'm, I'm this, there's this mysterious person who wants to be my Facebook friend, um, yeah. But it turns out to be like my like my birth mother who's a burn victim or I don't know some stupid <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> well, and and that was my last point that I wanted to make tonight. I think mm. that like. Now our folklore, at least to a certain part, has kind of turned into, like, it was scary stories on the internet, and now it's sort of creepypasta. Right. That I just said, too. Yeah. And then, like, again, kicking anthills here, but, like, so the, you know, Slender Man. Mm-hmm. Yep. That is a thing that was just a goof on the internet. Yeah. And then it became an urban legend. Mm-hmm. And then two girls stabbed yeah, a girl stabbed because another girl. they believed it was real. So it's like this is a this is a very real thing, yeah. whether it's tangible or not. It's totally real. Mm-hmm. Well, but and that's yeah. It, well, and 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 even then, with with, with that, because like there was so much ambiguity, and and again, like the internet was weirder ten years ago. Mm-hmm. It was a lot more free. It was a lot more open. And even like twenty years ago, like remember back to high school, like before YouTube was even a thing, it was a different place. And so like you could uptake information like on 4chan boards and shit and it would be like a more pure sub t- uh, substance or like old angel fire accounts. You know? Oh yeah. 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 Like the story, what is it? Ted the caver. Yeah. And it's the guy that goes missing in the cave system. It was an angel fire account and God damn it. I, as far as I'm concerned, that's a, that's a real story. Like, Oh yeah. But it's these weird urban legends that we passed around to each other and consume super quick so everybody got it all at once and i don't know yeah well it's there's cool even... that we get to see it kind of evolve and change i guess oh yeah good. yeah yeah well and there's even one I'm, I'm i'm trying to find it real quick but i don't want to i don't want to necessarily take up time and do that but there's another one that like it started off as just like a one-off kind of creepypasta thing where it's like uh yeah little kid playing turns out like there's a person stalking him or something like that 
Uh, and, that's pen pals by pen 1, pals. 000, or by ten thousand vultures. The exact and, and like ask me why I know that I just do. which which and like that's that, that that's really good. And I heard this was like in the talks of like maybe getting turned into a movie or something. But then again, like that could that could be just another urban legend thing. Like I heard that Sci-Fi going, Channel's Channel Zero was going to adapt it. Right. But after the third season, I think the show got canceled, so it never happened. Okay, which which also kind of reminds me of like what we were talking about right at the very beginning about like somebody's uncle working at Nintendo. Like I think that's that's yeah, kind of right? a similar thing. It's like, oh yeah, and this is this is gonna get picked up. I don't know. I'm I'm sure I'll have to like follow. Well, up on Channel that. Zero was shit though. Like I'm amazed it made three seasons. Yeah, this, that's also true. This is also true. Yeah, but, I don't uh, I don't know if you got into that one, but goddamn, it was. Whew. Yeah, <laughs> but it, I I think that's part of it too. Is like it it, it does sort of no matter what. Um, the these urban legends do kind of evoke or rely or play upon the fears of the time, right? So, like, how many of these were like in the fifties about like, oh, like, uh, um, they're driving all alone and seeing this thing, uh, and then a little bit later on, like we were talking about with the poison candy, it's like, oh, there's the 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 strangers next door, the strangers inside the house, the strangers, my dad, or or whatever, um. And, uh, and, uh, then, yeah, now here's all these like kind of cyber ones where it's like getting stalked online or somebody able, being able to like look up your GPS thing. Oh my God. What was the, um, you, that was it. It was, it was just called you. Um, that okay. was like a, that, that was just like a TV series. Um, and I think think i don't know if it's still going or not but it's all about oh, like yeah, about a stalker right yeah and 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 this dude does like he's like able to like switch out like the sim cards and like track track this gal wherever he's where she's going and um and so like now that's the like kind of fear about like oh is this person am i like doxed does it does like this person know about who i who I am and where my family is and what I'm doing. And so, yeah, I, th- I think that's also kind of part of it. Right. Too, yeah, totally. Is, is, yeah, they like kind of operate on like whatever current anxieties there are about life whenever they're get told, whenever they're told her or whatever. Yeah. But absolutely. yeah, they're great, which also goes back to what you're saying about these being our modern or our contemporary folklore, you know? Yeah. 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 Like Germany it, and, yeah, like Germany in the 1400s in the Black Forest. Yeah, there's going to be a like a witch who lives in a hut. So don't talk to strangers. Uh, and don't now, talk to strangers. They will cook you and eat you. Yeah. And now it's don't talk to strangers because um, they'll get your nudes or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I showed you my asshole. Please respond. Yeah. But then he took my soul. Yeah. So... I had an OnlyFans, and this one guy. <laughs> oh, Lord. I found my cousin on OnlyFans. <laughs> I've only fapped twice, but the hunger calls me. Am I the asshole? <laughs> that's, oh God, that's the creepiest, that's the that's urbanist a, legend of all is... Oof. That's a weird Oof. thing. All right. Okay, that's I'm probably. T- I'm, I'm too scared for this. I got. Yeah, we don't want to venture. Out of this one, Josh. Yeah, we, we. 
I am I'm ill prepared. I'm I'm ill prepared to venture down that that road just yet. I I think we gotta we gotta call it call it right here. <laughs> uh, I we, I'm kind of creeped out. We're good. I'm horned up for spooky mayhem. Horned up horned for, up for mayhem. urban legends. Horned oh, up yeah. for Halloween. Oh man, horned up for the Halloween challenge. I we gotta got that other episode coming out Wednesday. So yeah. buckle and, up and for that we're one, just, guys. Yeah, and we're just we're just a couple weeks out. And it's going to be, ooh, well, well, a couple weeks out from Halloween. But then, yes, of course, yep. like the next uh, installment of the Halloween challenge. It's just right around the corner, and too. Also, I should have said this up top, and I didn't. Mm-hmm. Dude, we got a, we got a, we received a raven, Josh. <gasps> no way. Yeah, we received a raven uh, in our Gmail, mm-hmm. uh, to wizardspodcast at gmail.com. All spelled out, no letters there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's from a wizard named Tim. He says he listens to us uh, at work, and we get him through the days. Tim. So I'm giving a shout-out to Wizard or Tim the Wizard. Not, o- not only is this an amazing um, moment, and I'm glad that we get to share this, but you'll also recall that Tim the Wizard was from Monty Python's The, um, the Holy Grail. <laughs> so I would love what to think... So, so Tim, Tim... Thank you for your support and for reaching out and talking with us. And yeah, like if if there's any sort of uh, arcane topic that you want us to tackle on next, just 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 let us know, buddy. And yeah. and we will we will do we will do our damnedest because it, it it really does mean a lot that we're that we're starting to get some feedback from our from our listeners out there. And I know we have listeners. I've seen it. I've seen the statistics. I've seen it. They're out there. They're there. They're out there. So so other wizards who are like just kind of starting to stumble out of your uh, potion laboratories, hit us up. We have we we have email. We have Twitter. We have Insta. And just 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 let us let us know where you are and what we can do to help you in your wizarding journey. Hell yeah. Yeah, and uh, oh, man, man, now now I'm super horned up. up. I'm crazy horned yeah. up for mayhem because this is this this is what it's all about. Wizards coming together, talking about stuff. Coming together, yeah. <laughs> right on, guys. Awesome. Well, Mark, this has been a blast. I'm horned up for yeah. mayhem. Me too, buddy. Me too. All right, and I just can't wait. Can't wait for our next our next adventure this time around. I can't either, buddy. All right. Till till next time, gentle listeners. Take care. Outside, am I here in vain? Hold on to the night. He rolled upon his back, and after that, I killed them all. Ah! Ah! Ah!